Hello, and welcome to... We've returned the, with a vengeance. Yeah, that's true. We have been busy bees again. It's true. Yeah, we've been um, we've been grustling, as Jan Gatewood would say. Oh my God, you're so right. We've been building a life for ourselves, even. Yeah, I'm just turning you up. Turn up. Turn up. Um. So Har- harmony, <laughs> we're we also we want to start off with a caveat that like we have been grinding so crazy, um for so so many weeks, so many consecutive weeks, so many consecutive days and hours, yeah. um that we're really tired. <laughs> yeah. Like the second that we had like an a opening, moment. yeah, we like started, Hop- yeah this and it's 7 45 at night yeah this is like when we had a moment yeah it's been a full day for the both of us yeah very busy mm-hmm. but we have topics and we vibes. have topics and vibes um pulling up the list yeah um we have like a shared notes list <gasps> oh phone down i was gonna say we're really <laughs> getting on top of things but yep we have it together yeah so it was valentine's day yesterday yeah and liz was installing her work yeah i mean i i wasn't like i didn't have like power tools and i wasn't like measuring stuff i like have been working on these two sculptures that are comprised of four four objects two they're like two pairs of objects mm-hmm. and um I feel like I I don't know that this this super shop the metal shop at school is like cursed or something like mm-hmm. because everything that could go wrong did and I would make like two steps wait one step forward two steps back oh yeah no it was crazy it was like nonstop like the second I'd be like I could see the finish line I would like I know in the group chats it was like very unsettling yeah but that is to say um you did it yeah they, they despite made it, all the odds they made it to the carly packers booth at uh felix art fair at the roosevelt hotel i think so it's room 1206 so sick in the tower congrats congrats thank you so much they're literally amazing i've been so like busy that i haven't had like a second to like think thoughts or feel feelings mm-hmm. and now that that like sort of goal that's been uh, providing me with like momentum and adrenaline to like move forward is done I am filled with like a like weird existential dread from like a lack of purpose right. and like the adrenaline that's gone has been like allowed me to actually be aware of how tired I am yeah no I literally get that 
um, I have like postpartum depression or something. I really understand. After birthing a thing. Yeah. And you. I've been working on a big project. How much are we allowed to talk about? It's so cool. I mean. I mean, it's really cool, but can't really say too much. <gasps> wow, but mysterious. It's in collaboration with some amazing creative people. Mm-hmm. Some amazing people were a part of it. And yeah, it should hopefully be coming out in the next month and a half or two. So exciting. So exciting. It was such, it literally consumed my entire life though for like three weeks. Like I was at the whims of randomity and order at the same time. Cause it was like, we were trying to organize and orchestrate so much that it really took over my life. But yeah, I'm like every day I'm just in the grind still a little bit but it's like less intense it feels like mm-hmm. um, yeah we had like a simultaneous timeline i know which was kind of good yeah because like oh we both kind of have to be doing this right now vibe mm-hmm. but i have been i have missed you i know i've missed you i've been like i know we've both been just like not the most social girlies it's true yeah I- i'm looking forward to spring though i'm feeling like spring summer is gonna be like my social season your mom said that my birthday was gonna be really good oh, for really me. yeah oh, my that's... birthday is in a month which is so crazy wow like time really flies yeah wow wait it's march 26th no, 21st, 21st. but close. Okay, I was close. impressed that you even got to the 20s. Yeah, I, I, I know it was in the range around my ex, and I was just going off of there. Yeah. But, um, so we have some big stuff to discuss today. Yeah, uh, I mean... A la Megan yeah. Fox machine gun <laughs> Most importantly, more importantly than Number the one. UFOs. Oh, yeah, that shit is crazy. On the... Um, in Ohio. Ohio. With the fire and the gas. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Ohio right now. Um. Yeah, I heard that they had to do like a controlled release of these chemicals wow and like a lot of people haven't been able to visit their homes wow it's so horrible um that like livestock specifically chickens have been keeling over and like pets have been getting like really (gasps) sick that's so sad and then there were two derailed trains or train wrecks that's like what i mainly heard about was the trains yeah that's really horrible i need i'm curious what parts of ohio it's in i want to look it up but that's really sad yeah well this is like a very jessica simpson is it chicken or is it fish um (laughs) situation but i was like palestine because it's in like palestine county or something or like palestine ohio Uh um i thought it was happening in actual palestine i was like this is amazing that so many people are caring so much about this oh like, international crisis oh wait i think i saw people it was posting about Ohio. it and i thought the same thing <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i didn't even connect that until now because I, I didn't know what part of ohio was in yeah um yeah and there's apparently ufos flying overhead yeah allegedly maybe they're trying to help out yeah maybe maybe there's also like the lasers in Hawaii. Oh, I don't know about the lasers. Well, I think it's like there's like a a Chinese satellite. There's like this image 
And oh, the Chinese these, spy like, balloon also. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. But they were like, it's just a weather balloon. It got out of range. And then Joe Biden was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I don't trust um, uh, American uh, foreign policy or political leaders. And I, I don't trust China either. So I don't really know what to believe. Yeah, I just don't trust anything I can read online. Yeah, it seems like... <laughs> it seems like China's being a little mischievous, a little impish. Yeah. Um, Machine Gun Kelly cheated on my. Yeah, but Fox. most importantly, sorry, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I have to bring this back up. Yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. No, this is important. This is pressing. Mm-hmm. I just can't get over the okay their relationship timeline. The outpour of cosmic love that miss fox felt mm-hmm. and that was um publicly expressed online in great verbiage you know what it was our generation's like sort of gender reversed billy bob thornton oh angelina, and angelina jolie fully fully but not as hot in my opinion I don't know with the particular trauma that I have experienced I would say that the Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton was hotter no I think that's what I'm saying oh okay that's what yeah. I'm saying it was okay. not as hot yeah. as that yeah. no, not as hot <laughs> no I wouldn't much pointier I would argue that Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are both not attractive wow interesting right now to me I thought she was very hot before but her recent way in the world Mm -hmm. has made me less sexually invested in her yeah i think like and it's not her aging i don't care about women aging i just think her vibe shift is not my vibe personally yeah can you tell me more about that um what about the vibe shift i've just seen videos of her well maybe i'm lying maybe i do like it i can't tell well, I'm curious. I just have seen videos of her being like, he's a Leo sun, cancer, Virgo, whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, and she, the way she like, I don't know, maybe it's the yossification of astrology that's just like really killing me because mm-hmm. my grandma has raised me on astrology and I've always been like, I'm going to take this with a grain of salt because like, while I, I believe in celestial forces, I'm not like gonna bet my money around them although apparently there is a correlation between like the um, cryptocurrency and the moon the phases of the moon but um yeah i don't know i just think like the over the abuse of astrology is unattractive to me yeah (laughs) yeah although i like don't disagree i'm just like i don't like or like a the scale of this is it that she's like sort of revealing something that feel and like bringing it to the masses in a way that okay i'm very scared by that i just don't like the overinvestment in outside sources 
Wait, we have to talk about the fact <laughs> that there was just some sort of like audio anomaly that made me feel like I was being physically attacked by a ghost. <laughs> and you just were like moving right along. Like, what was that? Ghost in the machine. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. We're going to get new equipment. You guys um, also... I was going to say that, like, in order for us to get to new equipment, they should, like, sign up for the Patreon. But I think they should buy your artwork. They should buy my artwork. But also, I want to add that I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast already, but we can see your first and last name when you unsubscribe on Patreon. Oh, my God. We're not going to use that against them. We're I mean, not. I'm not, but you're an Aries. So but I'm not. I, I'm not, not going to use it against them. Oh, what I'm saying is I'm not going to use it against anyone. Uh-huh. But I I see what you did and it hurts my feelings. Yeah. I take it deeply personally. I know. I'm sorry. We've been busy, but you can guarantee that there will be more content. But maybe you'll just hop back on when the time's right. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I've also... I think I really I'm not good at video posts, but I really shine at text posts. Yeah, and I shared like OG some Tumblr earnest, girly vibes. So true. Yeah. yeah, I shared like an earnest. Some I've been sharing some earnest uh, content. I love on that Patreon. I need to post more. I'm gonna be posting more because I need to be. Um. Anyway, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So is it because there's like this thing that feels very near and dear to you, and she's like, kind of like oversaturating, like I the mean, cu- like yeah, the culture with that, or is it because it feels like her understanding is like very layman's? I mean, I think she has like a good understanding of things, and she seems like an intelligent person. I think just like, but the fact that it's coming out, of I don't her, know, like her being like da- calling Machine Gun Kelly daddy, yeah. I don't know. She's not a good ambassador for the astrology girlies. No, yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, sorry, there's a weird ghost thing. I mean, I don't think she's like all bad. I just, things about her to me are just like mildly off-putting. off-putting. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I relate to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think for me it's because Machine Gun Kelly is just seemingly like so cringy and kind of like, seemed kind of like a baby. Yeah, no, it's like. Like underdeveloped. Also, I don't know the nature of their relationship. Just, I don't, I'm not on the inside, but it all just like, I don't know. There's just something like, um, I don't know what word to use to describe mm-hmm. my feelings about it, but like, there's just a weird disconnect. I think that I feel when I look at them as people. Like, I don't, I don't relate to them. Yeah, personally, totally. Yeah. Yeah, um, I but you know what celebrity couple I like have mixed feelings about, but I think like are quite cute. Zendaya and no, no, but nice try. Yeah, it's a um, good one. Well, I'm not a Ryan Reynolds girl, mm-hmm. but Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively have a very like wholesome relationship. It seems like um, that's just another like hot blonde couple that's like you and frank basically. No, i literally have never been into them but <laughs> it's they, like it's like stretched out they're like you taller yeah well frank's tall but mm-hmm. i don't think i look like blake lively i wish i did i feel like i look like 
Billie Eilish if she was on more ketamine or something. Yeah, yeah. Blake Lively has a more like a uh, sturdy corn fed. She looks like she you had, have a like, more was fairy. raised in an Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. she was raised by the people who work at Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. Like you look like you crawled out of like a really mossy like root ball from like an ancient tree. Yeah, and there was like a mist. And like I had wings, but they fell off. Yeah, but they were like weird mossy wings mm-hmm. that were like decrepit. Yeah. And you're in some sort of like semi-sheer, iridescent, tattered um, spaghetti strap dress. Definitely spaghetti strap. Mm -hmm. Is the ghost? Is the ghost happening? I can't can't tell tell if it's my hand. Maybe it's just my hand being weird against the mic. You have really long square tip nails. I know. Very like very good thank you they look really good i can't i like haven't i stopped having nails recently for the first time in years this was just for a thing but no they're they're so cool you should keep them no 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 keep them you can't even type on the computer no you just learn like i took my nails off because i had to write an essay Uh and i thought it would be faster but i had grown so accustomed to having really long nails oh my god i'm so not like that relearning how to type on like my finger pads Mm -hmm. like actually made me type slower so you can like you can we're the plasticity of our brains as humans yeah neuroplasticity um, is real but whenever i type with these i like press enter nonstop. so it's like hello how are you (laughs) what's going on (laughs) and i like don't text anyone back because i literally just can't physically like say like it's so slow yeah wait i want to share something about my valentine's day well are we how are we are we wrapping things up with machine and kelly and megan fox we can circle back yeah let's circle back we can circle back yeah um i just thought this was fun Mm -hmm. i I mean it looked amazing and your contributions to the group chat became more and more unhinged and poetic (laughs) so i presume it was a very good day i can't wait to hear about it it was very it was very cute but the part i wanted to talk about was um Mm -hmm. Me and Frank got sushi and then we went to Sunset Tower for drinks, just like spur of the mm-hmm. moment kind of vibe. Wow, luxury. Yeah, it yeah. was really nice. And I, we had this like bartender who I was just like not really talking to, but like we were cozy, you know, mm-hmm. like chatting enough. And I'm like texting guys on behalf of my single friends, like, do you want to go get drinks with my friend tonight who's hot? Ooh. And then I was like, bartender, are you single? And he was like, yes. And I'm like, great. Like, do you think this girl's pretty? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, great. I'll put you in a group chat. What's your number? And he's like, (gasps) that was, that was who that number was. And then, and then, and then I was like, do you, and then he was like, wait, send her my Instagram first. So I like got his Instagram and sent it to her. And she was like, okay. Yeah. And so. What did his Instagram look like? Was it like actory? Yeah. It was kind of like actory, but like low profile like not a lot of followers like cozy vibe mm-hmm. but he was so cute and i was like now they're texting but you know the friend i put up to this is a bit flighty yeah so we don't know what's really gonna happen but she was gonna meet up with him last it's night and then she fell term. asleep <laughs> <sighs> and i just thought it was so fun it's very endearing and then i was like a little drunk and i played hello for adele by frank like eight times um which was awesome uh, hello by adele for frank yeah hello okay. it's you said me. hello by frank for adele <laughs> which 
That's also a very sick scenario. Also, You're just that. playing Frank's music for Adele. Yeah, the over main, and over again. The main highlight was playing Adele repeatedly. Yeah, I think for me, my favorite highlight from your Valentine's Day <laughs> was you saying, I'm rocking with God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> multiple over, times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, over and over. <laughs> like, couldn't stop saying it. That's, I mean, it's worth repeating. It, it was is worth a really repeating. great phrase, concept, idea, lifestyle. Yeah, I, I'm rocking with God still to this day, <laughs> to this very moment. I, I think you never it, stopped. I never stopped. I think it was a outlook I needed to take on last night, and now I will continue to hold on to it near and true. I mean, the group chat is filled with many shenanigans, uh, mischief, um, social and romantic foibles, all of which are very entertaining. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I really love is you getting really sentimental <laughs> on a semi-regular basis saying stuff like i just love everyone or i'm so grateful everyone's alive or like i love saying that i'm glad everyone's alive i love you guys like just like no one responds seemingly out of nowhere like it's really lovely it has an impact regardless of how much engagement it gets no it's just like a vibe we just need to remind each other that we're like stoked yeah yeah i mean your mother would say that's like keeps you on a high frequency yes i mean i'm sure it's like the formula is more complex than that but i'm definitely trying to ride a high vibe yeah um always have always trying do you want to circle back to the megan fox machine gun kelly (sighs) yeah well one thing i was thinking about is like when i see like a real bad bitch like (laughs) yeah fall prey to i thought like her story was like kind of interesting because um before the machine gun kelly thing i think people were already like talking about her story and how she was like maligned by like Hollywood right. and painted in certain lights that weren't necessarily untrue and were quite like the results of like sexism within this like right. you know Hollywood system um and so she had she and she like kind of went dark for a while and yeah she dated she was dating Brian Austin Green they were right. married for yeah. like a really long time yeah. it and seems like a bad relationship yeah there's yeah. like a there's like her story seemed kind of interesting and she started kind of like re like entering the zeitgeist in a, in a very interesting and mysterious way right um an endearing way and then when you like when you see someone who you perceive to be like mysterious and interesting kind of a bad bitch and kind of a survivor yeah then like fall for engage with like love become entangled with someone who seems so cringy and so underdeveloped yeah um so distasteful yeah like it it has an effect on how you perceive i know which is sad because we've all been there yeah no, it's true. You know? I mean, she's amazing in Jennifer's body. Amazing. Literally iconic. She's also just, like, such a beautiful creature. Like, I have, like, I really appreciate, like, like famous supermodels and stuff. Obviously, like, there's talent that goes into acting. There's talent that goes into being a model and right. walking down a runway. Like, there's, like, a nuanced talent to that. And people consider it to be, like, a easy profession right or something that you can just like be born with certain features and then just it doesn't take like work or something right i I do believe that it does 
And I do believe it's a craft. But I also just like really, for whatever reason, have like a reverence for like really beautiful people. Yeah. No, same. <laughs> Naturally. And she's like so gorgeous. Um, I don't, uh, yeah, I think all the blood stuff really just what did not sit right with me. You know, Like Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton had that, but for some reason theirs seemed like less, like more performative. Yes, or exactly, exactly. Like it felt inauthentic. Yeah, yeah. Which is what made it like ew. Yeah, you can really tell. Yeah, you can really intuitively tell when people aren't like authentically doing something. Yeah, I know that for a fact because I've been very inauthentic <laughs> in the media. <laughs> And people knew and they yeah. did not like it. Yeah. No, it does not it does not sit right. Yeah. And I I'm like eager to like people. Yeah. Honestly. You are. In fact, you characteristically have liked people that have been very difficult to like. Yeah. Like on a sort of personal social basis. Yeah. No, I, I usually like everyone. And I mean I don't know these people personally, but mm -hmm. I just I find it performative and inauthentic and like the way certain like um ideas are used in their relationship is like feels insincere and off-putting to me basically but i like also think she's cool but simultaneously i'm like eh. yeah what, what you were saying about him being cringy and underdeveloped really i identify with being cringy or not or perceiving him as cringy perceiving him as cringy okay because i also identify with being being cringy and underdeveloped i think if you identify as cringe though you can't like really be cringe because then you're like accepting the cringe mm. and cringe comes from like a lack of awareness or something wanting to avoid the cringe is what makes you cringe mm, yeah yeah the and sort of like line that it moves yeah it moves yeah it moves based on the how much you don't want to be cringe, cringe. yeah to oh, me i was hoping that we could do some more research on this like cringe theory and then oh yeah expand on it here but maybe this is an opportunity to yeah you were listening to, alert to something the fans about it right maybe next week we can discuss it further oh yeah but, i'm down but just as a teaser i was listening to like air talk by larry mantle <laughs> <laughs> which I find to be like obscenely boring but can't stop listening to. Is that NPR? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and they had interviewed this woman who wrote about cringe theory. Okay. And so Yeah, I wanna much to say. Yeah, we need to do much some research on that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a book. There is a book. It's called Cringe Theory, I think. Should I read it for science? Yeah, we should read it for science. I mean I think it's like Oh my god, I have class tomorrow at 9 and I have 40 pages to read. I literally just realized that just now. That's not good. We just we don't have to go forever also, but you have do you have somewhere else you have to go or you're not sure? I was going to go to this like clearing Matthew Brown right like, like LA Art Week freeze Felix party. Right. You look good. You're fit as fire. Oh really? Thank this you. coat? Is this too is this no, it's like so down yep, the back. That's so cool. I love the different textures. I got it from the Kell Arts like 
every year around Halloween, CalArts, like, they have a theater department. So mm-hmm. people who, like, design costumes for theater yeah. sell the costumes. Well, this is a very good. So that can be, like, a contemporary, like, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde mm-hmm. situation or, like, a, like, right opera or, like, some sort of abstract contemporary dance. So there will be, like, weird jumpsuit, like, bodysuits, skim style. Like, I want to go. And everything's, like, a dollar. Well, I would like to go next time. Yeah, I love your you coat. Know. Thank you. Big fan. Um. Okay, we talked. Oh, I did not watch the Super Bowl. Honestly, I didn't watch the Super Bowl either. Okay. I wish I would watch the Puppy Bowl, even though, do you think that's cruel? I don't really know what the Puppy Bowl is. Um, Rihanna was pregnant. Right, she's pregnant. Um. No, no new music, probably. Another man who was accused of cheating. Oh, ASAP Rocky? Yeah. Really? A lot of people are like, um, it's like spurring this discourse about how, like, you can be, like, the hottest, baddest bitch in the world. And, and your still man, get cheated yeah, on. Yeah. Like, Emrata, right. Beyonce. Emrata's husband was giving bad vibes to me. Really? Like, not, no, I don't know him. But <laughs> when I've seen pictures of him, I perceive really negative energy. Yeah, I mean, you you probably have the gift. Yeah. You're, I would trust your intuition. Also, sorry, on our, like, shared notes, I keep forgetting that it's a shared note and, like, typing in notes from, like, school. Oh, really? <laughs> Part yeah. of the sun broke off? Oh, yeah. I didn't know about that. I don't really know about it either. Okay, we're just, like, spreading information with no (laughs) information. Oh, I was talking to Frank about surrogacy. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Like, you would... No, I was talking about Kim Kardashian, how she's had two surrogates. Uh And I was researching, and they get paid, like, 45K per surrogacy from Kim Kardashian, which is, like, not that much money for, like, 10 months of your life. Yeah. Um, like, to be, like, carrying someone's child who is, like, a multi-gajillion billionaire. Is that kind of crazy? Yeah. I guess I, I hadn't really thought about it like that. Like, when I just, like, initially when I hear that amount of money, I'm like, I have $200 in my bank account. Yeah, you're like, that's a fat check. I have a $200 looming credit card payment yeah. on the 21st yeah. and I don't literally know how I'm going to pay rent Yeah. so I'm like $45,000 that sounds astronomical but when I like consider the fact that it is like could be life threatening yeah. and like does change your body and hormones yeah. have you seen like women on TikTok talking about like post-pregnancy nose? Oh yeah I have how their nose changes shape. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So like the risk of post pregnancy. I mean, also your feet for forty five thousand. I mean, that's worth forty five thousand dollars alone. Like, there's yeah. a lot that goes into it, and also like being pregnant is physically so uncomfortable. I hear that. I've also like heard this radio lab that was talking about how some women who struggle with autoimmune diseases get relief from autoimmune dise- diseases oh, wow. when they're pregnant. And have, like, these very blissful pregnancies. Interesting. And, like, keep getting pregnant because of... Very interesting. Like, I always wonder if I'm going to be, like, the kind of woman who's, like... You know, some ladies are, like, I love being pregnant. And then some women are, like, I 
I think I I'm gonna hate, hate it. This. I think I'm gonna hate it. I wonder because I just had a period one week after my last period. Uh huh. I got like a week off. I had my period. Oh, then right. I was it like came back PMSing, I guess, for a week, and then I had my period again. Like, what the hell? That's crazy. Yeah. How does that happen? Like, I want to blame any kind of difficulty or conflict with people that I love that have been reoccurring in that time frame on my hormones yeah i know i can't and i have to take accountability but i, feel I mean like you can give a little bit of responsibility that. to that <laughs> yeah i think that's fair yeah but i just thought it was crazy that multimillionaires still only pay that much for a surrogate yeah because apparently it has to do with something like if you offer too much you're not going to get someone who's actually good who's not actually a good surrogate like you have to offer in the right range where you actually they, like, what do you go, mean? I don't know. I can read what I was reading. Let me see if I can find it. It was basically saying like, if you pay, offer to pay more, you're going to get people doing it for the wrong reasons who actually aren't like good at carrying babies as much. I don't know if I can find it right now. Wow, that's so interesting. I know. Would I you ever have a surrogate? Yeah, probably. Really? I mean, I want to be connect. I wouldn't do it like every time. I definitely want to have a baby naturally once, but like, I just know I'm like a like very productive and active person, and I think I can see myself feeling kind of bogged down by like having that much, like, something in me. Yeah, that's like holding me in place. I don't know. And yeah, like, I'm you deeply can't move affected. As well. I'm deeply affected by any kind of minor changes in same. like my diet or sleep my homeostasis like, is very delicate yeah same yeah like when i was even pregnant before briefly i literally was so physically uncomfortable because my boobs were like they felt 10 pounds heavier wow that's crazy and how long were you pregnant for like three weeks whoa <laughs> but a, i like it was insane i was like how am how am I this uncomfortable, like, this early? Also, I was eating nonstop. I was barely pregnant. I was, like, starving. I hated how everything smelled. I hated how a lot of stuff tasted. And I, like, literally was... My boobs were so big. Let's discuss later. Yeah. I'm interested in this. <laughs> we can cut that. We can cut that. Um, what, what minute mark are we at? Just so I know. Okay, we're around there. Um, what are we at? We're at 3345. Oh wow, time is moving very quickly. Really? I feel like it's moving slow. really slow. Slow. Oh my god, it feels like we've been talking for like an hour. No, I mean we don't have to talk a full hour either. You do have a lot to do, but I do have some more topics. Yeah, it hit, hit me. Baby. I was talking to Frank. I don't know if me or his brother said this first, but I feel like it was me, but maybe I'm wrong. But I have this thing that I'm like, girls like words. So, Tell me more. Like my initial my gut reaction is yes yes yeah girls mm -hmm. like words and um i was talking to frank about how girls like words and then he was like well if girls like words like how do you feel if you get a gift but you don't get a card for a holiday mm. and i was like well actually for my birthday you only gave me a gift but the gift was very nice we went to hawaii but oh yeah, yeah but he didn't give me a card and i was like oh i was a little bit like why didn't you give me a card he's like oh really and i'm like yeah and he's like okay i guess girls really do like words and i mean he's given me a card for every holiday since then mm -hmm. but 
I just have been thinking, like, how do you feel when you don't get a card for a holiday from your lover? Um, I really, I mean, and if the, if this is how we're defining words, I really like, I mean, one of the things that has really endeared me to Mr. Sexy is that he writes me notes. Yeah, notes are very lovely. And it's like that, I will like save those forever. Yeah, no, like, same. It's very romantic. Yeah, I love it. Even if it's like, even if it's not saying anything crazy, which I mean, Mr. Sexy is very eloquent and poetic. So yeah. It's like, that's not the case here. But in the past, people have just been like, like a heart and then just my name in it. Yeah. Like on a rip, on like a little ripped up corner of a piece of paper. And that, and that is, mm. is also meaningful. Oh, it is. You know? Okay, yeah. See, I'm like... It's about the gesture of trying to, like, express yourself in this way that takes your words and makes them physical and tangible. Right. Yes, totally. Like, having an object that represents something you feel. That's how, I, that's how much I love words so much. I don't just want to hear them. I want to touch them. No. Put them, like, in my pocket. Yes, I feel the same way. I'm glad we talked about this. Now I can tell Frank. Yeah. Why words are important. We yeah. need to touch words. It's true. Yeah. Okay, that was good. <laughs> um, I like that we just like blew past UFOs. We're like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> UFOs, World War Three. Yeah, whatever. I get it. Machine Gun Kelly. Girls like words. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know I enough. Mean, I don't have enough data. Yeah, I mean, we can even talk about that. Not knowing. Yeah, or like whatever kind of there's still feelings around even that um that little bit of information like yeah. we don't have to like express to the listenership like we don't have to give them like what they can get from the news right you know we can just give them vibes like we can just give them vibes ufos are real like for example do you believe in ufos yeah do they excite you? Do they scare you? I'm, like, kind of unfazed by UFOs. Really? What? Like, I'm <laughs> kind of unexcited <laughs> when I hear about aliens. Like, I'm, like... You're, like, no, duh. Yeah, it's just kind of, like... I was raised on a lot of interesting information. Mm -hmm. So, when people are, like, oh, my God, aliens, I'm, like, okay, like, I don't find it shocking yeah you must be sort of slightly desensitized to like the impossible yeah or I, like what the public or culture or society perceives as impossible like that yeah because your mother can do things that are considered impossible or like the lore well she had a both my parents had visitations what yeah Okay, I'm so <laughs> glad we circled back to this. So I just don't feel like... Okay, wait, we're not blowing past that. I just don't feel like I can fully speak on it. Like, I don't want to... Because it's not your experience. It's not my experience, but I'll just say that my mom, like, fully communicated um, when she was 24. This is pre-Kundalini Awakening. Yeah, and they... So she, she's they, always been... They had told her that she had, like, gifts and a purpose and stuff, <sighs> which was crazy because now she's doing 
some crazy stuff mm-hmm. and my dad doesn't have an explicit memory of it but he lost like multiple hours of his life and woke up on the side of a road <sighs> in the in the desert also damn yeah so and like that's apparently classic um, yeah alien stuff i guess mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i like i've had a phobia of aliens since i was like a kid really mm-hmm. yeah why and my mom so? couldn't even say the word it was deemed the a word oh really mm-hmm. what, what about them was so well i think like i didn't grow up it's interesting because i was having this conversation when we went over to what is it kevin screening yeah oh yeah you went to that i didn't go um yeah and maddie rotman was there love her and she was talking me and patricia Mm -hmm. were talking about like growing up in like a catholic culture Mm -hmm. and how that like sort of how we both share this like extreme fear of demons and right like sort of chalk that up to that part of our upbringing right. and culture right and maddie was like i am not scared of that stuff like because yeah. maddie and maddie was sort of similarly chalking that up to her like growing up jewish right um and i think maddie was like well there aren't bad people in our like religious texts like i mean there aren't these like scary monsters demons they're like the monsters are people like right. there are no bad deities there are right. bad people right and i remember thinking like i didn't grow up fearful that i was going to get like murdered or right. like it, i wasn't afraid of people yeah i was afraid of like things that it didn't matter if you had a really good like um alarm system or if you had a really nice lock. Right. Or, like, if you had a dog that could bark loud. Because it was within. Because it was, like, you know. Within the house. Yeah, aliens could, like, aliens or demons, for right. example. Doesn't matter how, how much you fortify your home. Right. They're, like, either because they're, you know, this transcendent, spiritual, interdimensional, like, right. like terror. Or yeah. they're, like, technology is yeah. like you know transcends you know whatever our sort of rudimentary right. human yes civilization can i mean can. Th- what's interesting is like how much of our own perspective affects the very thing that we're discussing mm-hmm. you know like i don't know for example i recently have been talking to my mom or no my mom's been sending me she has health condition and she's been sending me videos of doctors talking about how fasting is really good for healing specific health conditions and actually a lot of health conditions and i watched part of the video and the doctor was like it's all in your brain like when you feel like your blood sugar or whatever is fucked up like it's actually in your head like we can fast for a very long time and your blood sugar will actually stay regulated all this stuff whatever but basically it i just feel like so much of like our relationship to negative forces and like 
anything basically like fear is just like our vision of like yeah fear or like what we think it is that's like because like every energy what was it like how we're talking about cringe pushing the line back further like mm-hmm. your avoidance of cringe pushes you more into cringe mm-hmm. and i just feel like that's everything like the more you reject something the closer you are to it mm-hmm. or whatever and yeah so like i don't know it's interesting to like think about avoiding things when like the more you avoid them the more they're there because you're thinking about avoiding them yeah i mean that's true and like we know that our thoughts like influence our material reality based on those studies done around like like particles that are what particles did when they were perceived oh yeah i love that shit um and i i am interested in these ideas around like sort of magnetism yeah Uh, or what's it called like uh i forget what that's called uh uh what like to be magnetic or something no my brain's just like completely wiped right now i'm so tired that's okay what was that your your butt punani no i have underwear on okay they're like punani colored underwear yeah they are punani colored I don't know why I'm saying punani. I've literally never <laughs> used that verbiage. Um, what What is the word you're trying to think of? What is it related to? It's like, um, it's a science term from the metaphysics. It's like, I usually could pull it out of my ass, but right now I feel like I'm half asleep a little bit, mm-hmm. mildly unconscious. It's um, quantum entanglement. Oh. Yeah. There we go. Wine, wine, wine. Wait, can you repeat that? Just Quantum entanglement was what I was trying to remember. Mm-hmm. So that's like basically how if two things, um, I forget the exact science like study that is what makes this exist. But if two things are like spinning at different frequencies or different rates mm-hmm. or something, like they adjust to each other's rates because of something. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I'm going to look this up. This is interesting. Um, But yeah, quantum entanglement is very interesting because basically it's like... And does this deal with perception in the same way? Yeah, I think it's like... I saw this TikTok. Because if you're perceiving something, you're like pushing something into... Into being what it... Your vision of it. Yeah. Yeah, because there was this TikTok of this guy being like... Basically, if you're around people who perceive you as an old version of yourself, it's really hard to outgrow old habits and behaviors. Oh my god, that, I really, I totally believe that. Yeah, and how, like, because we adjust to other people's perceptions and, like, we don't feel... It's like the birds of a feather flock, toge- flock, to- flock together. Mm-hmm. Flock together thing. Like, that too. The guy was basically saying how, like, if you want to grow into a bigger version of yourself, sometimes you need to, like adjust who you're around if they're not open to like viewing you differently Mm. and because they can hold you back from you becoming the person you want to be because they don't see you as that person wow yeah yeah and i think that's pretty piping hot tea honestly that's definitely been a part of my experience i also think that's like part of what enable like people can really enable each other because no one is trying to change shape and then if you're all just like in this complicit like 
acceptance of where you are then like you're just enabling every each other of like continuing their previous patterns and also i think why it's like really important to not be like super um what's the word when you're like talking down to yourself oh self-deprecating yeah self-deprecating yeah because then you're like also influencing other people's perception of you yeah i mean i think self-deprecation can be like a really cool and interesting tool in a world where everybody's like trying to perform the best version of themselves yeah and it can be very vulnerable to be like you know honest about and open about your flaws and right. like normalize like being human right but i think like there's also a line right where, where you gets- can you know talk shit about yourself over and over again and yeah. influence people's perception of you that then influences you yeah it's funny i was actually just talking to someone about this because they are struggling to like basically creatively arrive in their life and mm-hmm. they're like i'm just such a harsh critic on myself it's really hard and i was like you have to let yourself be bad enough times to be good mm. you know yeah and i'm like and you stop yourself before letting yourself be bad like like you have to edit i'm like do you they're like i just don't feel capable and i'm like well do you think you could write something that would be good if you edited enough times and they were like yeah probably and i'm like but you stop yourself before you get to that point and they were like yeah i probably do and we were just talking about this and i just feel like yeah it's like letting yourself be bad enough times to be good and it's really hard i think for people to like yeah get past the self-deprecation i know those pictures are cute yeah i um that's so true yeah yeah i mean i think i really brushed up against that in like school or something really like you know that like tiktok audio i was just talking about this today the one that's like my gay audacity that tells me i can i look at something and i'm like i can do that you know no but it's like it's always played over like people doing like some sort of incredible diy project or like home improvement where they like they're talking about how they like saw something and they were like i can do that right it's a result of their what they deem their gay audacity i mean i'm not like super gay um but i do have a lot of audacity and (laughs) i often will like for example with like throwing on a pottery wheel throwing clay on a pottery wheel or something like like anything like anything that's oftentimes really difficult like when somebody's really good at it they make it look really easy like ice skating or pole dancing or whatever right um similar with like throwing clay like I remember seeing my teacher doing it and then getting on the wheel and just like sucking so bad (laughs) yeah and being like so frustrated and just being like oh i'm just bad at this thing right but then to be reminded that like you have to be you have to be bad at a thing to be good at it yeah and this idea of like the prodigy is like not even really that real i mean you can be like severely autistic and maybe like be a prodigy or something but like for the most part like you have to like you said accept that you are going to be bad at something in order to get good at it yeah and it's also just like it's okay to like have a destination and not be there yet yeah like i think it's hard though in la because you see really young people right who have like a sort of 
um, what's the word? I can't think of the word. Maybe like oblong. I don't know. They they have a disproportionate access to like resources. Right. Totally. Um, and then they become successful really young. And I remember when I was like twenty three and twenty four, like yeah. seeing like like people who were like eighteen and nineteen find extreme success and feeling so late and so behind. Yeah. No, I know that's that's literally exactly what we were talking about. Me and my friend. Well, I think um, one thing that I've heard this a lot and one thing that I always go back to is like my friend Callie, like I don't think he, I think he like worked at a bar until he was in his late 30s. Yeah. And now he's like a really successful like um, designer and like visual artist. Yeah. He like designed like Pablo merch and like has made really recognizable like iconic visual arts and you know that happened really late in his life yeah i just don't think like i think people get success at like any age but i understand why it's easy to feel discouraged in the age of the internet like Mm -hmm. especially where it's like you see 16 year olds like doing insane shit and you're like what am i doing Mm -hmm. but i think it's also like you have to let your own path unfold and like let your own voice and like self-knowing evolve and that comes at different times and in different shapes for everyone and even like what a 16 year old might be offering might not necessarily even be healthy for them to be offering at that Mm. point so it's just like i don't know oddly specific harmony do you perhaps relate to that no i'm more just i honestly just talking about like general general vibes but yeah no it's crazy wait the computer is dying but we're 53 minutes in how are we doing yeah i mean we can uh we can cut it here i do kind of want to add to that that like yeah please that like i think that's you're that's very true and like i I like was when I was 16 because I related to that yeah you said that yeah and like we shot the pilot when I was like 16 for my show right and like there are times where like even when I was 23 and 24 like looking at other teenagers seeing them like be like successful yeah in ways that I was no longer yeah um like I'm really grateful that I didn't have access to the resources that allowed me to put stuff out back then because I wasn't my vision and taste and priorities and like principles were not like as I would like for them to be um represented yeah in like a public space I mean I've been thinking about this because like I'm when Girlpool like took off I was so unhinged mm-hmm. and if I was like any more famous it might have genuinely be da- been dangerous yeah. <laughs> to me honestly totally because like I was so crazy and I was thinking about this the other day I'm like well it might like I might have really have been in the right place at the right time in my life honestly and I have complete faith because like 
I already was unhinged with mm-hmm. like the amount of success I did get at a very young age. And if it was any crazier, I just don't know what I would have been up to, honestly. And how are you defining like unhinged and how that relates to your success? Because how that relate, how I relate to that is like, I became very egotistical and prideful. I mean, like I was just doing drugs and like, oh, staying yeah. up all night and like getting drunk all the time, like nonstop, just like always the life of the party mm. vibe, but like nonstop, yeah, unhealthy amounts. Yeah, because in a way that hasn't changed, but like you can not the f- not that you do drugs, but that you're the life of the party. Oh, you're sweet. But it's just like not continuous. I mean, I would be drinking from like 5 p.m. to like 5 a.m. <laughs> I mean, same. Like often. Honestly, literally same. It's really bad. Wait, I want to save this. I'm so glad we made it out. 